Hey everybody, John Magnuson Jr. with you here, live racing at Rockford. Thank you for spending your the next hour or so with us here in live racing at Rockford. Um, got some stuff I want to talk about right away. I got ways to contact us. Uh, you can reach us on Facebook at Racing at Rockford, where you're at right now. Our email address, if you're interested in becoming a guest or uh, you have a question for our guests, go to racing at Rockford at gmail.com. That's how to get a hold of us. Obviously, the racetrack's website is rockfordspeedway.com. They're also on Facebook. For any the most recent information, the track will post it on there. Um, also, uh, we're now on YouTube. We have our podcasting going on. You can find us on Spotify and SoundCloud. I'd like to thank our sponsors. We're going to go number one with Jane's Cafe because I actually have our sponsors live on the show Jane's Cafe. They're located at 121 Dearborn Street out of Beloit, Wisconsin. You can dine in or carry out Monday through Friday. They open at 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. They are on Saturday. They are from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. They're closed on Sundays. Specials. Uh, what was the, what's the special tomorrow? Every Monday we run like a pasta special. Tomorrow it'll be like we'll run like a goulash, spaghetti, anything like that. So tomorrow we're running a chicken parmesan. Excellent. So chicken parmesan is the special Much tomorrow. Special, yeah. And shame on me, but I need to welcome you to the show, Charging Charlie Frisch and Cassidy. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, back to your business, though. Um, you can also find you guys on uh, Facebook at Jane's Cafe. Um, what What's this sassy Cassie thing? What What Where did that come from? The sassy Cassie. Oh, for 23 years that Jane was there, it was a zany Janie. Okay. It's a three-egg omelet. It's got a choice of hash browns or America fries, ham, yeah. bacon, sausage. And then it's topped with cheese. You can get peppers and onions and gravy if you like. Yeah. Toaster pancakes on the side. Well, when Jane left, everybody kept saying, what are you going to have? What are you going to have that's yours? And I'm like, well, let's just change it to the Sassy Cassie. Excellent. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there tomorrow. Um, My wife and I are coming down to uh to find out what's what Jane's Cafe is all about because when I when I take sponsors in I mean I I believe in the product that you guys are selling and I'm going to talk about my other sponsor but I was there last night and it was pretty late um uh also thank you Magnuson Landscaping quality service at an affordable price service is offered anything that falls in the landscaping category uh this time of year would be the uh snow plowing and uh salting if you have a business or residential and you live between Rockford and Beloit, Wisconsin, they cover that entire area. Um, you can get a hold of Russ at 815-315-7819. You can also find them on Facebook at Magnuson Landscaping. Uh, my other sponsor, thank you to Jimmy A, still working on putting together a, um, uh, a saying for Jimmy. <laughs> We're still working on that. And my other sponsor, I just brought them on. I'd like to welcome Windsor Pizza Parlor, the official pizza of the Rockford Speedway, and now they're the official pizza of racing at Rockford. And I got to go down there last night, and I want to tell you something. Um, I hadn't been to Windsor Pizza. I have had the pizza at the track, and I love it. I think it is, it's very, very good. Um, and I'm not saying that because they're my sponsor, because I've said this all along, and I've said it at the track. They're really good. If you have not had 
Windsor Pizza. And if you haven't stopped down to the Windsor Pizza Parlor, you need to get down there. They are a one-of-a-kind place. But I did say yesterday, I went down there, I'd asked um, on Saturday, what um, what's, what's the thing I need to try? Because I've had the pizza, and it's really good. I want to see what else they have on the menu. And I actually have a, uh, a huge, huge menu of things out here. So I'm not going to read them all tonight. Um, but I've got a lot of stuff on the menu from Windsor Pizza. Um, I did have the Italian beef and cheese and... I will tell you, I've had a lot of different Italian beef and cheese, um, but I'm not going to lie. I'm being completely honest here. I had the cheddar cheese. I didn't have the mozzarella. It was the best Italian beef I have ever had. It's better than Portillo's. If you love Portillo's, it's going to put Portillo's to shame. I mean that. I got, I got fries with it, some seasoned fries. And then the other thing I ordered for an appetizer, I got the Windsor garlic cheese sticks, and they were absolutely amazing. Um... Um, I shared them. Uh, David Russell and his wife Carolyn were down there with me along with uh, some of the other drivers. It was good to see everybody down there. But thank you so much to Steve Blake and Tracy and everybody else, Todd Snow, that was down there working last night. An amazing job, a great facility. Get out to Windsor Pizza. That's a place you're going to want to go to. Have you guys ever been down to Windsor Pizza before? We've you're, been there multiple times. Yeah. yeah. Um, your brother was there last night. I had a great conversation with Bobby. Um, Kobe, once again, I don't have any comments up. I'm not seeing anything. I don't know if I said anything. I need you to look at that. We're just having a one more technical issue. We're going to get on these comments and get it straightened out so I can answer your questions because this is a tech special show. But I do have another announcement. We got some other stuff to talk about before we get into our guests. Um, Windsor Pizza has a race car to give away. Yes, a race car. Um, starting this coming Wednesday, January 13th, Anytime you spend $10 in food or on the 13th and after you can purchase a ticket for $10, you will automatically be entered into the drawing. The drawing will be held on Sunday, February 14th, following the Daytona 500. Our show, Racing at Rockford, will be live at Windsor Pizza Parlor, uh, the official pizza of the Rockford Speedway. And we will do a thank you so much. Now, now, okay, there we go. Now we've got everybody. Um, Sean Warman says, wake up, Charlie. <laughs> there we go. Uh, now we've got comments up. Cheyenne says, hi, everyone. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Sean says, man, you're up early. Uh, Sean, I um, was out very late with you last night. And I'm not going to say on here how late we were out. Those of us who were there knew. But... Back to this contest, because this is really big. Um, I, I can't believe you're giving a race car away. I, as much as race cars cost, you could, you could get one in a drawing. Um, so once the Daytona 500 is over and we start our show, we're going to start our show at 6 o'clock. Um, if, if the, Daytona, if the Daytona 500 ends like at 5.30, we're gonna, still going to start the show at 6 o'clock. As of right now, I might change that when we get closer. I don't know yet. I'm still working those details out. But we are going to draw the winner live right here on the Racing at Rockford show. Uh, and you're going to find out who's going to win that. It's an original six or it is a 2007 Pontiac G6, which was raced last year. Which was raced last year. Looks pretty good. I don't have a picture available right now to show you what it looks like. But um, I will, once I get that picture, we will post it on our site. And all you got to do, 10 bucks. $10 and you can win a race car to race in the Sixer Series.
this year. Um, they're also going to have consolation prizes, and you do not need to be present to win the car. The consolation prizes, you need to be there in order to win those. But once again, starting January 13th, which is Wednesday, every $10 you spend on food, not booze, food, um, will be you will be entered in for that drawing for a race car. So if you're watching this and you've always wanted to race at the Rockford Speedway, you can take a $10 chance, or the more you, you know, the more food you buy, the more chances you get in. But you take a chance and you can win a, a race car. I want to say, uh, damn. <laughs> you win a damn race car. Um, so that's what's going on with Windsor Pizza right now. Um, I yeah, it was a great time last night. And thank you everybody who was down there. Steve Vittori was down there. We had a great conversation. Um, and a lot of other people as well. But on to the Big 8 Late Model News. Um, as you saw on the Rockford Speedway's page, and we broke it to you on Racing at Rockford too, um, on Sunday, August 29th, the Big 8 Late Models will be racing at the Milwaukee Mile. They will be running a 38-lap race on the historic track. Um, it'll also be a timed race because this will be televised. I'm not sure if it's going to be Speed 51 or or what it is i'm not sure what channel it's going to be televised on as soon as i find out i can let you know um in addition to the big eight late models running a 38 lap race on milwaukee mile the arca menard series will also be on that date that is different from the arca midwest tour it's totally different series so if you, you know i know it because because when you read it you're like well it's isn't that arca midwest tour no it's it's different um the arca midwest tour will be at Milwaukee Mile on Sunday, June 20th. The Midwest Truck Series will be joining them, and the Mid-Am Racing Series and Upper Vintage Series will also be at the Milwaukee Mile on Sunday, June 20th. So the Big 8's on the 29th of August, and they're going to be on the same ticket with Arkham Menards and everybody else I just named, will be on Sunday, June 20th. So make plans to go out there. You can get reserved tickets. Um, you got to go to www.trackenterprises.com or call the Wisconsin State Fair Park box office at 414-266-7100. Um, a little bit more about the ARCA Midwest Tour. They have Their schedule is out now. They've got 12 events uh, for the 2021 season, including the season opener for them at Madison International Speedway for the Joe Shear Classic that is on Sunday, May 2nd. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I have had, I've been to the Joe Shear Classic many times because it's on a Sunday and I'm not announcing at Rockford on that Sunday as we usually don't have races on that day. Um, if you've never been to the Joe Shear Classic, it is a one of a kind event. Um, I've seen a lot of people win. I've seen some crazy stuff happen there too, half mile. Get out there, check them out. That's, uh, once again, May 2nd over at Madison International Speedway, the Joe Shear Classic 200. Midwest Dash Series news. We're going to talk about them now. They've got seven race dates now scheduled for the 2021 season for them. Here's the date so far that I've got that they have marked. The first one's going to be Saturday, May 8th at Marshfield Motor Speedway. Second one will be Friday, June 4th at Thomas Sparta Speedway. The third one will be Saturday, June 12th at Marshfield Motor Speedway again. The next one would be Friday, June 25th at Madison International Speedway. The next one would be Saturday, July 10th. That's going to be at Grundy County Speedway. 
Following that event, on Friday, July 30th, Hawkeye Downs and Cedar Rapids, they'll be there. And then on Friday, August 13th, they will be at Madison International Speedway again. They also have National Short Track Championships on the ticket, but because the Rockford Speedway doesn't have the schedule out yet, we don't have that exact date because I know it's flip-flop before to where you've had National Short Track Championship on you know, the last week in September, and you've had it like this last year, the first week in October. So once that comes out, they'll have that. And they're also going to be at Oktoberfest as well. And that's, I don't have the date for that one. And as David Deary said last Sunday, um, the uh, the Midwest Dash Series are going to have a regular night at the Rockford Speedway as well. They're going to be stopping by. We don't have that date yet. As soon as we get it, we'll get it out to you. Um I'm going to talk about next thing here. I've got, uh, once again, I said about the Rockford Speedway schedule. We don't have it out yet. Stay tuned on Facebook through them or on the rockfordspeedway.com website. Um, a reminder, the awards banquet is set for Saturday, February 27th. i got to take a real quick drink break, guys. <laughs> Cheers. Um, on to the best-looking car contest. I'd like to congratulate, if you've been following it, to these drivers winning. In the original Sixers class, it was Brian Nalen Jr. who won. In the Bandit class, it was Ashley Matz. And in the, uh, yeah, that's right, yeah. And then um, in the Middle American Short Trackers division, it was Nick Schneider. This next week, we will announce the winners on Monday of the Mountain Dew Kickstart Roadrunner, and that's going to be between Ryan Smith and Phil Speciale. We're going to announce that at noon right here on Racing at Rockford. Um, on Wednesday, we will announce the winner of the Stanley Steamer Late Models Best Looking Car at Racing at Rockford's contest. That is between Michael Bilderback and DJ Smith. And then on Friday, we will announce the winner of the Bargain Hunter Sportsman Contest between Howie Ware and Chad the Machine Smith. Um, if you didn't tune into the show last week and didn't have a chance to listen to it, I changed the way we've been doing the rules of the voting because I want this contest to be the best looking car at Rockford contest. And as you guys know, as I do, what did it become? It was a popularity contest. For sure. and, and when you have somebody that has maybe 20 family members and you have somebody that maybe has two or three, it's pretty easy who's going to be winning that contest. And we've seen that many, many times. So how we have our setup right now is there are three judges that are deciding the winners of this contest. The three judges are a current employee of the Rockford Speedway, a former employee of the Rockford Speedway, and a super fan. And what we might do next year, I'm going to, I'm going to think about this. Maybe what we can do is put a super fan contest out and maybe each year... I will rotate a super fan and we'll, you know, they'll have to we'll have some crazy questions for them or have them do something crazy maybe on the racetrack, you know. And then if they win that contest, they'll get to be that judge. Um, but I, I haven't decided because I don't really want everybody to know who the judges are. Um, the judges themselves know and about one other person and that's it. Because if somebody doesn't win, I don't want any, you know, um, I don't want any regret, you know, any any negativity at all. I don't want that. That's not what this is about. It's supposed to be for fun. Um, you know, we've got medals to give away. I, I just, I want to give you guys something for your hard work and your great looking cars. So that's what we're going to do. But I'm going to take a sponsor break real, real quick here. Once again, we're just going to read over the sponsors and then we're going to get on to some good stuff. 
Our sponsors, once again, is Jane's Cafe. They are 121 Dearborn Street out of Beloit, Wisconsin. You can call them if you want or message them on Facebook. Um, their phone number is 608-365-7250. Remember, dining or carry out tomorrow's hours are 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. And what is daily special again? Six specials every morning from 6 to 9, and then we run the chicken parmesan tomorrow will be our lunch special. Excellent. Um, I'm I'm going to have breakfast when I go there tomorrow because I, I love sitting down having breakfast. Right now, what I miss more than anything living in Illinois is I can't go into a family restaurant. Um, if you guys were in Illinois, I couldn't go in there and sit down, and I, I miss it so much. I, I'm a truck driver, so to be able to take a break and sit down in a truck stop and eat breakfast, it's just, it, it's something that I really miss. Um, otherwise... The Sassy Cassie, that is a three-egg omelet. It's an omelet with your choice of potatoes, ham, bacon, sausage, topped with cheese, peppers, and onions upon request. Magnuson Landscaping, quality service at an affordable price. Give Russ a call if you need your driveway plowed or a business plowed. He covers Rockford to Beloit, Wisconsin, that straight-up area, 815-315-7819. You can also find him at Magnuson Landscaping on Facebook. Uh, I want to say thank you to Jimmy A for everything you do with us here on Racing at Rockford and my new sponsor, Windsor Pizza Parlor, the official pizza of the Rockford Speedway and Racing at Rockford. If you get a chance, I'm, I'm selling this all day long tonight because I had it and I love it. And I'm going to go. I, I, when I was sitting with David Russell and Carolyn last night, I got to try their wings. Carolyn had... Um, I think it was a, some kind of a chili. Uh, if Carolyn, if you're on here, you'll have to comment and say it. Um, but I, I had some kind of a chili, uh, some kind of a chili thing, and it was really good. And I'm there. We go. And I'm sorry. I'm just making sure that the comments are still coming because you guys are either just listening and enjoying it, or there's no comments at all. You guys usually say something. Um, but anyways, that's uh, Windsor Pizza. That Italian beef with cheese was to die for. I like the cheddar cheese. I'm going to have it again. But the wings, I don't remember which ones they are. Carolyn's on now. Carolyn, what were the wings that you had last night? Comment on here and let me know what wings that you had last night because they were really good. Oh, I'm waiting for Carolyn on that. That's going to be all my sponsors. I'll see what she says here. If not, Kobe, my technical guy, I'll have to look at um, why I'm not getting comments again. <laughs> so, yeah. Take that. Take that again. Just... I want to make sure I get all your comments, everybody. Um, now, on to my guests. I've got that big part out of the way, and we're going to talk about some good stuff. This is going to be a tech official special show. So, if you want to ask the tech official something, put your comment right now and throughout the show here. I've got questions. You guys have already sent me questions. We're going to go ahead and start reading your questions off. And I'm not going to softball them. I'm going to start a little easy. But, yeah, they, they know what's coming to them. I, I kind of coached them so there's not any, I'm getting off your show. I'm not going to be on here and up and leave. We're not, we won't have anything like that. But, um, yeah, they were, they, they were okay with my questions. So, you guys, if you don't like my questions, say something. All right, there we go. So, okay, so Carolyn Russell chimed in uh, and said their sweet chili, chick, uh, the chicken wings. I think I'm going to have those next time. So there we go. Mikey Mahern says, hi, John. Steve Steve Blake, there we go. There we go. Steve Blake, he knows what Carolyn had. Sweet chili. <laughs> so, yeah, we got the comments up. We're good to go now. I don't know why they why they went off, though. That was weird. Um, we'll see how it goes here. Anyways, 
on to you guys. We've talked enough about that stuff. Let's get to Jane's Cafe first, okay? Because when, when did when did you get interested in buying this cafe? What decide what made you decide to go ahead and, and buy the cafe? Well, upon obviously just just buying it, I had been there like 17 years prior. I knew she'd want it out in the last couple of years. She'd always mentioned it. You were you were you worked for them for 17 years. Yes. Yeah, I think it was time that you owned that. I place. left like for a year and three months, but then I'd came right back and yeah. I, mm -hmm. It's all of our people. Like it's like one of the only mom and pop shops left. Like it's all homemade food. You're not gonna get that everywhere you go. Um, and the people that we had had coming in looking, our people weren't gonna like them. We weren't gonna have a job, you know, for our crew that has been there. You know, um, some the least people that have been there is probably my daughter because she's just turned of age enough to start working and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Other than that, the other girls that have been there five, six, seven, eight years, um, you know, they don't want to go anywhere else. You know, we're familiar with what we're doing. Our, our people love us or they wouldn't have been here this long. So yeah. Right. Um, David Huppenbauer's got a question, but David, I'm going to, we're going to get into those questions after I get talking about the cafe. Um, I just need to come back to that question. I will get back to it, David, I promise. Um, so, I mean, was it an, a big decision? When, when, did you, what, when did you buy the cafe? When, when did you buy it? It was back, this year? In, back in November. And I wanted to go as of January. She was kind of in a hurry to get out. She'd been there a long time. She was done. Were you, so you did it during the 2020 year. Yeah. Were you scared? Uh, yep. Were, but, and, and, you, and you've never owned a business before. Um, other than the karaoke and the vinyl and stuff like that, sure. that we do know. It's, what's it like owning a business? A cafe? Everything what? had gone so fast. Like, I had ran it for a lot of days when Jane was gone already. Yeah. Um, I knew about most of the ordering and stuff like that, but I'd always had her to fall back on, which I could still call her at any time. Like, she's mm -hmm. been awesome through the whole thing. No, you know, no ifs, ands, or buts about that. But, yeah, spooky. I mean, it all had gone so fast that you really didn't have time to be like, oh, my God, what am I doing? You know, yes. it, it just kind of... You gotta continue to work every day, and I was working every day as it was. Mm -hmm. Just it was nonstop. So I mean, are you working even more hours there now that you're the owner? Um, I'm there every single day and every hour that we are open. Yeah. Um, but I was working a lot of jobs prior to that. I mean, between the bars and everything else. Yeah. And you know, you wake up and you're like, okay, what's today? Monday. Okay, do mm -hmm. I go here Wednesday? Do I go here Wednesday? I was pulling doubles, and that's what I I originally want to get away from is. That hours I'm off every day by two thirty. I'm home by three three thirty. Got the rest of the day with the kids. You know, sure. We've got horses and stuff like that. So you gotta you gotta have time for everything else. You know. Okay. Um, a little early in the morning, but other than that, I've I've done that my whole life too. Where can the menu for Jane's Cafe be found at if they want to look at it ahead of time? Where okay. we will have one coming up on our website here real soon on on and on Facebook. What's your website? It's. You didn't even, we don't even have the websites website yet. Oh, okay. Yep. So what, once you get that announcement, we'll put it on the Racing at Rockford page. Um, What's your favorite thing to eat there? Your personal favorite, is it Sassy Cassie? <laughs> I like the biscuits and gravy. I like um, hash browns with cheese and onions and gravy. I love hash browns with cheese on mine. Um, your gravy, you, you don't, it's not pre-made, it's not a pre-packaged, is no, it? You you make this from scratch, made. don't yep. you? The, from the sausage gravy in the morning to the oh, brown gravy to the that's chicken the best. gravy, it's all homemade. That's the absolute best. Mm -hmm. yep. Our mashed potatoes are real. places get these trucks to deliver the same old, same old, and yep. it's, hey, it's, you know, it's that. That's good. You guys are... 
very unique on that. That's great. I like that a lot. Um, here again, go ahead and tell everybody what your hours are. Okay, so Monday through Friday, we're there 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. every day. I'm there about 5.30 in the morning. Somebody wants to come in and help make coffee. That'd be great. 7 to 1 only on Saturdays. We are not open on Sundays. Um, we've had a million requests to be open on Sundays. I think after March or April, we're going to try to do one Sunday a month. Okay. And see how it goes. It's just I was trying to get out of seven days a week, so that's it's. I'm the only cook, so you got to have a day off for yourself, right? And for Charlie, you guys have time for each other and your daughter as well. Um, that stuff's really important, and that's that's a challenge in the business world. Cheval comes down sure. and tries to work too. What's that? Cheval tries to come down and work. Oh, too. that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be great. Um, and you said there's an option to dine in. You can go in there and sit out. Definitely, we're about 150 feet from the Illinois line so we are wisconsin you're welcome to come in and sit down i mean we follow all the guidelines we all wear masks um gloves obviously messing with the food and stuff like that yeah um we prefer they wear a mask to the table we are at a 25 percent limit okay of people so how many people would you say in all honesty it's supposed to be 15 people okay fair enough i oh. hang the note on the door if you read it and decide that if you didn't want to be there, you weren't safe. You wouldn't come in anyway. <laughs> Cassidy, I got to say something here. DJ Smith is asking a question. DJ, as soon as we get into the tech stuff, I'm going to ask that question. Um, yeah, Vincent says Sunday morning breakfast is a must. So maybe something to think about is uh, maybe taking off a, a Wednesday or a Tuesday. That, okay, so there you go, Vincent. I, I, <laughs> they have a set schedule. Like, they're there every yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And, like, also, obviously, buying this, you don't come in and change a whole lot. Like, it's established that you don't make the, them people mad. Sure. They come in there every day at those times. <laughs> They've got to eat and you, take their pills. You can do an extra day, but don't ever take a day away from them. Yeah. Um, we talked about your website and Facebook. Now we're going to move on to a little more fun stuff. How did you two meet? Where's the story on that? I'm guessing, did you meet at the racetrack? Did you, did you wreck into each other? And what did you do? Hey, you're all right. You know, we got to talk. <laughs> we knew each other kind of previous to the race. And, yeah. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, she come racing again because she raced years ago. Uh-huh. And uh, she was in a car that wasn't very fast. So I offered a car to her. She, nah, I don't need to drive. I don't need to drive. So I kind of left it alone. And all of a sudden, a couple months later, blowing me up, want to drive the car. I blew this car up. Not only did I blow him up to drive. That's a, a special car. bonding in the first uh, time getting together here. <laughs> <laughs> so that was how you made sure you'll never forget her. Right. <laughs> Eric Pearson says, hi. Eric, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for tuning in and watching the show here with us. Um, that's awesome. Um, what's it like? I mean, I, we've had some great national anthem singers, but you have a... How old is Chevelle? She's six right now. She'll be seven how, in February. How does a six-year-old grab the mic and go sing the national anthem in front of a lot of people? She's not even nervous. Her voice doesn't crack. She does an amazing job. Kenny Hemmer, how you doing, man? Thanks for tuning in. How does... Are you more nervous than she is? Definitely. Like, because they had asked me, like, she was like four the first time she'd ever asked to do it and we didn't yeah. teach her the song we didn't ask her to sing she just grabbed it and wanted to sing it and she learned it all herself like you don't mess with her when she's learning her songs you don't get into her her private space on her phone time uh-huh um and i i had no doubt that she could sing it because she had sang it for us 
a bunch of times, you know, yeah. and finally we had posted it. My brother actually is the one that had jumped on. We were in the pits and she was standing on the back of the trailer and he'd seen me post it on mm -hmm. Facebook. And that's when they had all contacted us and asked if she would sing. Okay. She was four and a half years old. Uh-huh. And they asked me, they're like, well, if she messes up, are you going to go ahead and grab? No, no, no. I said, she better pick up where she leaves off. I'm not singing in I gotta, all these people. I got to add something here. Justin Tyler just says, it sticks out that on my first feature win was on my daughter's night, and Chevelle did the national anthem that night. It was kind of cool for the timing on that. Just want to say hello to some people who are checking and saying hi. Josh Cavan, how you doing, buddy? David Russell, how you doing? Ashley Matz, how you doing? Thank you for saying hi. Kenny Hammer, that's a very nice compliment of you, sir. I really appreciate that. I'm, I don't think I'm the best announcer. I think Dan Diker is a legendary guy, and my idol is Eric Hunfeld. Even to me to this day, it ain't the same without Eric Hunfeld. I think my voice needs to be deeper. I need to have that smoker voice. All right, everybody. I need, I need that deeper sound. I, I listen to myself, and I don't like the way I sound. Danielle Copeland, I think it's how you say your name. If I said it wrong, I'm sorry. How you doing, Dougie? Nice Wanger says hi. Uh, Mike Coleman says Cassidy for race director. Heather, Heather Russell says hello. All right, guys, I'm going to get on with my stuff here, and then when I'm going to get to your questions, you know, keep loading me up. I'm going to have to back it up to David Huppenbeier because he's got the first one. But um, do you miss racing? Yeah, I miss racing a little bit here and there. But it was at a point, you know, I raced Roadrunners for years. When did you start? What was the first year? And then I'm going to ask you the same question, Cassidy. I tried starting, I don't know, I think 95, 96-ish, but putting 305s and Roadrunners and making a fool of myself, I think. <laughs> Finally, my dad had a motor built for me, uh, 90, 96, I think it was. And then after that, it was, started winning some races. Um, came to a point, you know, I won a couple championships, a lot of races. I just, there's nothing left in the Roadrunners. I wasn't having fun no more. Kind of like... It's supposed to be fun. It, yeah, like... I felt that if I didn't win, I was letting people down, and mm -hmm. so then I tried the bandits, and uh, we started getting some good, uh, some good in the bandits, and then I kind of lost interest, and so I was building cars and having Cassidy race them, and she didn't really want to race them either, and I was like, Dad, yeah, either I'm going to build a sportsman's, or we're going to give it up, and like I didn't know if I had the dedication. What? Uh, how many different race car numbers have you had? Um, I mean. <laughs> a lot of different. The ones that I've actually raced, I would say raced with a lot, is uh, number 11, 7-Eleven, 21, and 63. All right. Uh, Justin Wagner says, 93 or 95, Charlie? So they say, I'm think I think 93. You must be thinking when you started racing. Um, is there a meaning to your number that you pick? Um, the 63, which is kind of weird, was, uh, was my dad's number. Okay. And also, when I met Cassidy, that was her dad's number when he raced. How did the sun and the moons line up like that? And here you are together. How many years have you guys been married? Eight. Well, congratulations. Um, Cassidy, on to you now. I got, let me say a couple other things here. Uh, Dana Pierce says, I need to have a couple drinks before I announce. That could be interesting, Dana. Um, Belinda Four Thompson says, why can't they have sausage and gravy as well as biscuits and sausage? Baking at the track on Saturday race day. Uh, Belinda, I'm going to answer that after the show. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that later. But, yeah, I'm starting to get some comments here. And thank you all for commenting. Somebody says, hello, Mr. Clean. That would be my son. Thanks. That's where I get the Mr. Clean from. Um, anyways, um, here for you now. Um, when did you start racing? 
think the very first year I jumped in a car was like mid-season 99. Old car, old, back when the women raced Roadrunners, the, sure. you know. What year did they change? I don't remember. Maybe somebody can tell me, uh, and, and Vince says, Cassidy needs some ice. No, she actually has ice in the cup there. In there. I've yeah, I've got, I've got an ice maker. So, Vincent, thank you for being so, uh, you know, so observant there. <laughs> but, um, so, where was I? I got my, my ADD kicks in sometimes. So, I'm, yeah, read between the comments and everything. I was still thinking yeah. of the ice. <laughs> um, but I think I originally started, like, mid-season of 99. The women, I'm not sure exactly what year they flipped from the powder puff of the big cars down to the four cylinders. Yeah. Um, 2011, 11, 2010, somewhere in there. I, I had somebody tell me last night, I thought it was a great idea. I think we could maybe bring this up to David Deary this year. Um, and maybe we can make it happen on one night, just one night this year. And let's use the sixer class. Let's have a women on wheels race in the sixer class. You guys watching, you gals out here watching, what do you think about that? In the Sixer class, should we have a, a women on reels race just one time this year? Because I know the last year we had, what did we have? Two, three cars on a regular given night. It was uh, Shauna Myers. Wasn't it you that raced against her? Yep. Yeah, and it was uh, Ashley Matz. Yep. And that's the only ones I remember that were always there. It was you three. Well, I brought that to Dave's attention. Okay. And he... I mean, he don't want to add a division right now, but he did. He's gonna put some thought to it, I believe, because I mean, there there's some interest. He'll do it if there's interest. I know he will. The main problem was the women not being able to drive sticks, or the guys not wanting to give up their cars for the women thinking they're gonna wreck them, whatever. But the main mm -hmm. one was the women not being able to drive sticks. They're they're blowing they're up our the page. Automatics. They want it. They want to do it. Everybody's. I told them they they, they want to do this. We got it. We got to get David Deary and say. Let's take maybe maybe racing at Rockford could sponsor that one race where we right. could do something a little extra. Sierra Mo Sierra Hogan Hogan. I wanted to call you Morgan. I don't know why, but yeah, Sierra Hogan says yes. Uh, Trenton Sauer says yes. Sixers women's um, that would be great. Um, yeah, Justin says I can't let Sierra drive this year, but Cassidy first can run mine if she wants to. <laughs> I don't know if that would be a conflict of interest there, Justin, since um, Cassidy is a tech official here. All right. Um, have the have two of you either raced have you raced against each other? Did you ever wreck each other out? Yep. What was that all about? Were you guys married at the time? Yes. Yep. So I was complaining oh, to her. This is Get his story first and I'll tell uh, her. Okay. I was yelling <laughs> at her about because I mean she'd be in the groove and she'd be really fast, but when she'd come on to pass on the bottom, she would give the car above her too much room and she was scrubbing up too much speed. So the next week, I'm having struggling a little bit. And this oh, is the Bandit series? The Bandit series. Okay, great. Austin, I get door shot, and I look over, it's Cassidy. I'm like, no, this ain't going to happen. So then she tries to clear me. She ain't clear, so I had to back off, so I don't right rear in the fence. So I run it a little extra in the corner, and I give her a little spin around, and that Scott Lawler was the race director then. He parked me for the race, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that, that's your side. Um, Cassidy. Let's hear your side of the story. Car wasn't running good. The okay. reason I dropped so low is because it would push up so high. And maybe it's because I was coming in too hard on the bottom. Yeah. The car would always push up. And I kept telling myself, I'm a door shot. Somebody or just use whoever's up there. Well, I get to come into the corner and there's my husband up there. So I used him. <laughs> he come down the, the front stretch and he didn't hit me there. He hit me two more times down the front stretch. We come in the corner and I was in the probe that Todd has now. 
Oh, it okay, always, his bandit, yeah. It always three-wheeled. And as soon as that left rear came up, I knew it was coming, and he plowed me. And how was that ride home, by the way? I cracked up laughing. I believe I probably drove myself there anyway. Did, did you ride in the same we had, vehicle? No, we had two other? trucks. Oh, okay. We okay. had two trucks, two sure. cars, two trailers. Yep. I don't think we shared a drink in the beer garden at night, though. <laughs> um, Trenton Sauer was asking real quick. Uh, let me find you there, Trenton. I got a. Uh, was there a winged woman in wheels in 2020? If so, how many cars? No. Last year was the first year that we we took we did away with them because of the low amount of interest in there. So, race fans, if you're watching this here, if you want a women on wheels division and you are a woman and you want to race, call the track, email them at Rockford Speedway at AOL. Is it AOL? No, no, no. What am I talking about? Yeah. AOL. <laughs> Uh, Rockford Speedway at yahoo.com. Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> AOL. <laughs> All right, so anyways, um, what made you both decide to go and become tech officials? Well, I mean, what's, did you, did you, did you have a bad issue with a tech official and, and you're like, you know what, I, I want to change something? I, I was pretty much done racing and like I said, I was having Cassie drive the car and she kind of was not putting much interest in it and. It was championship night, 2000, I think it was. Steve Vittori asked me if I ever wanted to come to the other side. You know, drink. Come to the dark side. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll do it. Well, then last year, or 2019, is like we could never get together on anything and, and yeah. make it work. And then so we got another race car and played around a little bit. And then I sold that race car. I was like, yeah, I'm officially done. He got a hold of me last winter and me a bunch of times he's like you, you want to come we need you you're gonna mm -hmm. come down and i was like you know what i will went down and met with him and david and where it came from there what about you cassidy i got drug into it <laughs> <laughs> i i think that's how um when when people start racing and their their wives and you know girlfriends they kind of get drug into it too so i understand that i i do and it's great when you can do something with your husband or with your wife especially racing i mean i i can't imagine if you know, racing against my wife. She she's not. Uh, I, I I would love to, but I don't think she would race against me. Um, uh, let me see where I'm at here. Okay. Um, now on to the questions about being tech officials. I'm going to start with you guys first. I'm going to back up the questions. Okay. I'm going to ask you some questions. Let me back up to David Huppenbauer's question. I'm going to slide this back up and go to that one first. Uh, let me back it up. Yeah. Quite a few comments here. Just hang tight, everybody. There's DJs. I'm going to ask that one next. Okay. David Huppenbauer, Huppenbauer. I hope I'm saying that right. If I'm not, I'm sorry, David. He wants to know, why don't they allow... Well, and you have the... Let me say this before I get into that question. Um, They now have released the 2021 rule book, correct? It's not released yet. It, uh, Dan Lignow typed it up. It's been sent to the, the officials to look it over. It still has a few things that's got to be tweaked out on it. Okay. Had it on my other phone. I can do phone on the way down here, so I don't actually have the. I mean, I pretty much know the rule changes, but okay, I don't have everything right in front. Okay, so some of the questions we might not be able to get answered tonight, but we're, if what we can't, I'll try to follow up with it and get your answer for you. So David Huppenbauer had asked, "Why don't they allow quick change rear ends in the sportsman cars?" Yeah, they, they allow the four nine inch. Uh, I mean, they got a division where you can do that kind of stuff. That's a late model division. Go up to that division. Um, they try to keep it as affordable as they can, keep everybody on the same page. It's kind of where they stay. Yeah, racing is so, so expensive. And I know, you know, like I talked about last week, um, one of our drivers 
that you guys can't do it without a sponsor. I, I tried it and I, I didn't last long. I mean, it was, it can get really, on a regular nightly basis, for those of you who are fans and never raced and thought about it, I mean, for just yourself, let's say you race a sixer, you're probably going to spend between gas to the track and gas for the race car, money to get in, you're probably looking at about $100, I would say, for a sixer car. That's just for that, you know, and in the other divisions, they're going to cost more because more, more things are required. Um, DJ Smith, here's your question. What exactly is the rule on how to tap out? That'd be a question for the race director. That's uh, not part of my anything I do. Um, yeah, that'd be something for Steve Vittori. I don't know really. You're to pull up to the line, technically, if you are able, if your car is still able to pull okay. up to the line, mm -hmm. stop and tap. So that somebody can actually see it. Okay. Um, there's been times where people didn't have brakes; they weren't able to stop. You can't watch everybody. You know that's why we do have extra help with eyes and everything else on the track. Um, there's been times where cars wrecked up in turn two, and they they're trying to tap and tell you that it wasn't you know it wasn't their fault or whatever, and they go straight in the pits because their car's not able to make it to mm -hmm. the to the front line to tell them that. Well, big news, Steve Vittori. We'll be on the show. I'm not going to say when, but I have him scheduled. And I'm going to be monitoring your comments. So we're going to work on that. Yeah. And I am glad to have Steve Vittori on here. Um, that'll be a great question, as Charlie and Cassie both said. That's something you want to ask Vittori on that, DJ. Um, Roy Lawson wants to know, will you ever get back in a car? Fowler commented, hope not. We need tech. <laughs> I don't have any plans of uh, doing a weekly series anymore. I mean, thought about maybe getting an enduro car, maybe run the ISS a little bit. When we're not, you know, they're usually have them on Sundays or something sometimes, and we'll be at the track, so we might do something like that. But okay, um, Trenton Sauer is asking, will there be any changes to sixer rules this year? Trenton, we we were on last week. We did. I can I can cover this if you want. Um, and add to it, please. Um, Trenton, the one rule change they have for Sixers this year is there will be no mirrors on the Sixer cars. You'll have to remove the mirrors and the HSRA Sixer cars as well. So no more mirrors for Sixers. Anything else you can add to that? Uh, the rule last year was uh, a minimum of 60 series tires or bigger. It has changed to 50 series bigger. A lot of cars come with 50s now. Uh, we are going to really uh, tackle down on the Sixers. Uh, it's a fun, affordable division. We want to keep it that way. Mm -hmm. So we are going to really police the Sixers. We're going to enforce Good. that, uh, you know, you have the same size springs that I decide. you got your sway bars hooked up. You don't have rear steer. Um, we're going to enforce all that and try to keep that a fun, affordable division to keep that car count where it's at and don't let it get out of hand. Yes. Cassie, you want anything you want to add to that? Agreed 100%. That's how it should be. That's, that's your low division that, you know, like you said, is it already costs 100 bucks a night to get into that. Mm -hmm. You definitely want to be able to keep the, the new people that that's supposed to be their division to come in and try to move up from there. So. Okay. Kobe, where are we at on time by chance? Checking on the time, folks. I just I don't want to go too long and bore you guys. Uh, I want to make sure I keep our show going for everybody. I've got a lot of questions now. I mean, it's <laughs> So I might not even get to mine. I don't know. I'm going to try. Um, What's that? Okay, great. Okay, all right. Um, let me try to get into a couple questions here. Um, should each division have their own tech? 
you know, I like tech, or when we tech, I like working with the other tech guys. Okay. Yeah, we get their input. I mean, uh, there's been times that me and Joe and our went to the side and we talked. We went back and forth to the rule book and read the rule and read the rule. And I do like working with the other tech guys. I wouldn't want to have, I don't know if I'd want a division all to myself. I think I like working with the other guys, get the other opinion, and, and you know, to get a different perspective on stuff. Okay. Um, Daniel up here would like to know, uh, I don't know if you guys can answer this one here. This might be one for David Deary. Why aren't there crew chiefs or drivers on the rules committee? Would that be something that David would need to answer? I know, like, I'm pretty sure it was either the last rule book or the rule book before that. They did have a, where the drivers could come down to the Forest Hills Lodge and kind of express their opinion of what they wanted. Mm -hmm. And uh, this year with the COVID, kind of, I'm sure that played a big part in it. That messed up so yeah. many things this last year. My God. Okay. Um, Eric Pearson wants to know, and Vincent uh, Sashan says, I'll second Eric's question. Is there going to be a weight penalty for roadrunners with the bay bars? So the bay bars had came up in the discussion of uh, one of the rules, and uh, that's still up in the air. I don't know what's going on with that. I actually, me and Dave were texting the other day um, about a weight penalty, but I don't know if it's even going to be allowed at this point. Just have to wait for that to come up. Okay, so stay tuned on that, Eric, and everybody else that was asking about that. Um, Ryan Smith had said uh, I'd probably, I'd say probably not for bay bars, but maybe to balance open versus crate motors. Um, Justin Tyler's asking, are they adding the rule for having, uh, let me try this again. Are they adding the rule for having to have receiver this year? I think they would be great to require. Justin, I think you're talking about the Sixers and we covered that last week with David uh, uh, David Deary. I'm having a, a senior moment, perhaps, there. Um, we, and the answer is no. There will be no receivers in the Sixer class and HSRA. And the reason why is they here again, they want to keep the class affordable. Um, there was a lot else in that answer as well. I want you to go to last week's show and go ahead and listen to that part. And you get your full explanation of that. Uh, well, thank you, though. Scoring, so. What's that? So I'm not going to be scoring, so. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Is it official on the horsepower rule in the bandits? Cody Armado is asking that. It is an official rule. It is. Yeah. So, Cody, it's official. And what is the horsepower limit again? Cars of 160 horsepower or less. Okay. Uh, let's see. Ryan Smith just says for Sixers. I think he's responding to um, somebody else on that. Um, uh, let's see what else. Uh, okay, that's all I've got so far on your comments and questions. I'll continue on with mine here. Um, let me see where I'm at here. <laughs> um, should the Bargain Hunter Sportsman and Miller Lite Short Trackers, or either or, should they have spotters? Why or why why not? If if the answer is no. I mean, I don't think, I mean, they're getting around there pretty fast, but I don't think that it entitles to a potter yet. Um, I know that a lot of people are running the full containment seat. So that was the main issue right there. It's the getting a little harder seat. to see and stuff, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's something that can be brought up. I just, I think that the late models, I mean, they got some real fast reaction times real quick that they don't have time mm -hmm. to be looking around inside that car. I just don't think the sports ones and sport trackers are there yet, but. Okay. Justin Hawkins is asking for the Sixer class. Can they run the Vic rims? I don't know if that's Crown Victoria no, rims. Be no, no rear-wheel drive rims or negative offset wheels allowed in the Sixer. So 
There you go, Justin. There's your answer on that. Um, Mark Conning is asking, how do you test horsepower on bandits? It's going to be a factory rating. So we'll look up your motor, and it's not. we're not going to do it by what you did to it. And if you did something to it, we'll just have to find that later. But um, the factory horsepower rating is what. Okay. Dana LaPierre asks, I'm going to make fun of your misspelling there, Dana, on this. Did you remove the gear rule for the American short crackers? <laughs> <laughs> the, the American short crackers, yes. Uh, the short tracker rules last I checked wasn't finalized yet, but that was one of the things I believe was going to be allowed to go up one one gear higher. We'll just have to wait to the rule. Okay. Um, let me go back to my questions here. Um, how many tech officials are at the track total? Um, so it's me. Cassidy helps out. We got Joe Darnell, Todd Aldridge, uh, Kevin Rogers. Uh, he didn't come too much last year, but he's uh, one of the main tech guys. Uh, Rick Vittori came down a few times this year, or okay. last year, and helped. Yeah, he'd come down towards the end of the year and helped. Uh, Leonard Reimer was there for the specials. I don't think he necessarily works for the track, but he was there for the specials. But... Okay. All right. So we got a good a good half dozen at least, yeah. if not a little bit more than that. Um, is there a certain division that's harder to tech than another? Like trying to find things you know plate models to me are the hardest and there's they're allowed a lot of stuff everything's aftermarket uh, i found out quick that it seems like that the things that in other divisions you got to dig to find stuff the late model guys i think cheat on the more simpler stuff. okay you know a nine inch wheel or i mean something simple that the other mm -hmm. divisions don't so i think that's hard um i think the sixes probably take the most time there's so many of them and there's so much stuff you gotta look at Cassidy, what about you? They all come across. Everybody's got something to say, no matter, you know, if you say something about one car, I mean, sometimes they want to rat out another car. It's like, it's nonstop. Then you got to stop and go check this car. Or, I mean, it's totally different being on this side than it was on the other side. I won't lie. Okay. Um, Mark Conning's asking this here. I believe I can answer this one. Um, He's asking, can Dallas, because Dallas kind of won the Sixer championship, can he race a couple of races in the Sixers, but not for points? I think that's a no. That's yeah, a no. Okay, so yeah, Dallas cannot, you know, you win the championship, you got to move up. And that's, I think it's a good rule, you know, you you win that, that's what it is. Uh, let me back up a little bit, because they're, um, so Chris Page is asking, so am I able to run my open motor in a road run? Yes, open motors are still allowed. Rock, okay. The Rockford rules that they've heavily been before, the same rules for the open motors and run those. Okay. Carolyn Russell wants to know, what about the, and this is going to short trackers here, what about the 2.3-liter the rules for the American short tracker? Are they staying with those, or are those changing? It's still going to be a 2.3. We're not going to allow a 2.5. Okay. All right. So there's your answer, Carolyn. Uh, Ryan Smith's asking, uh, Crate is just, oh, no, he's just commenting there. They're yakking away here. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Carolyn's also asking, what is the flywheel rules for short trackers? Uh, the last I looked, like I said, they're still not finalized yet, but I believe it's going to be 16 pounds. Okay. Um, uh, Ryan Smith, Dallas Conniff, even if he runs in reverse, he can't come back. I'm sorry. Um, Justin Wagner wants to know, what about the Roadrunner champ coming back? Um, what do they got to do? If they, they get, win, they have to sit out a year. Okay, so Justin, because you won, you have to sit out in the Roadrunners this year or move up. Move up. 
Not move down. No Sixers for you, Justin. Right. <laughs> You're welcome, Chris. Um, next question I have here. Um, oh yeah. Uh, what's the most interesting reaction you've ever received from a driver when they have failed post race inspection? Come on, Cassidy, give me a good story. <laughs> <laughs> I had one for a good, like a like top three to top five coming across. Yeah. But as far as the wins, I mean. The list goes on. Charlie's probably heard more than me because I was sent so many different places last year. Um, and I'd heard about afterwards, but I was tire cop to start out. I ended up in the tower and then I ended up everywhere else. So I wasn't all the way oh. on the whole tech the entire time. Yeah. Other than one of the guys letting him check a couple things and they had three things they were supposed to pull off. He let him check carbon some other stuff and he's like, Well, you gotta pull this off and he's like just there to talk to him for a whole half hour and then decide I'm just gonna take a DQ. <laughs> like <laughs> pull a third of it off and then be like, I'm done. What about you, Charlie? I mean a couple of the bandits, you know, we DQ them and be like, Oh, that's the same stuff you ran when you raised bandits, and they're like they're like good possibility, and maybe I did, but now my job is to enforce it. So yeah, that's part of that. Okay. I guess I'll just throw it out there then. The best one we had technically was i bought this car from you <laughs> um mark Connie's just saying we have sponsors for you track and the cone how about sponsors for seat sections you know what mark i would say call the office 815-633-1500 or rockford speedway at yahoo.com and ask that question i don't know um I, I don't handle that that's that's the office people so i'd give them a call um Let's see. Uh, what's your favorite racing memory, Charlie? Greg Magnuson, my, my son, is asking. For both of you, what's your favorite racing memory? I can't even think. I think probably one of the funnest memories probably was uh, I didn't race for a few years, and then I bought a Hornet car and raced a couple times. And I'm like, that ain't for me. You know, I was racing Roadrunners and... It's got to be a big change. Yeah. Travis Robinson had a car he bought for 900 bucks. Supposedly the motor was blowing up and it had a big knock mm -hmm. in it. We tore it all apart and ended up being a flywheel. And we got it together and we went down there and we weren't very fast. It was short track weekend. And we pulled it out in the parking lot. And Jimmy Robinson Sr. adjusted the rockers on it and the timing. Went out and got second fast time. Won the feature short track championship. Mm -hmm. and a $900 beer that Travis Robinson and, you know, and Charlie, I have to interrupt you because um, I noticed after DJ said something that um, he says, has Chuck drank on the same beer the whole show? <laughs> um, I'm going to go, uh, actually, Cassidy, would you step over there and get uh, a Charlie a beer? How about you? <laughs> I will take one too, yes, thank you. So hang tight, everybody, while we're doing that. Um, uh, so that, what was your best, like the biggest race you ever won? What was... What was that race that really set you over the top? Well, it was, uh, thank you, Cassidy. 2007 was, would that have been the tracks, the 60th year, I think? So they had a, a big special down there that night. And, uh, I got a clean sweep in the Roadrunners from the Heat feature and Trophy Dad. And, uh, I got out. Back then, they were sponsored by Popeye's Chicken, so I get out. And oh, yeah, they were the... Then they were something on their head? Cheese head or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still look at that picture all the time. I'm like, what the... I can't believe I wore that thing. Yeah. Um, 
I got some more questions on here too, and everybody's comment. I got one asked me. I'll, I'll answer that in a little bit here, guys. I'm going to get to some more stuff because we got some tough ones to get to. Um, what what do you say to a driver that goes by the saying, "If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying"? What do you say to that person? We all know there's at least one in every division. I would say. Yeah, I hear a lot of people say, "Well, what's the gray area?" Or the right, you know, or I'm going to do the gray area and. As a driver, I mean, I guess that's the way you look at it. There's always going to be a gray area, but as a tech official, my job is to force the rule because there ain't a gray area. If we put every single rule in there, I mean, we'd have a book so long that you wouldn't even be able to take you for weeks to read it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the, the rules, I mean, go back to the six of the rule says that they must be stock production OEM. That, that should cover everything. That means no changing the springs and cutting the springs. And There's always that one person... Down that wants to see what they can get away yep. with. Shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, here we go. And then this is this is the big one here. All right, guys, I'm, I'm asking, okay? I'm doing this. Some drivers say that tech officials are strict on some of them and lenient towards other drivers. For example, someone wins a race or a feature, something is illegal, they are warned to get it taken care of, <clears throat> before the next time they race and other drivers win a feature and have something illegal and are automatically disqualified. Is that on the judgment of the individual technician's decision? Usually base it off, if we get somebody that's never had an issue in tech line, you know, never, the first time we've seen something on their car and like, you know, you know he's never been a rule before that yep. we knew of. So we might let him get, you know, let it slide. And it, it, if it's something simple, we're not going to let somebody with a cheating motor slide or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, now, if we have somebody that has issues with tech all the time, and you know that, then we might do something different with them. But we try to keep it fair for everybody. Okay, Cassidy, same question for you. <laughs> sure, it's a big one. <laughs> some drivers say that tech officials are strict on some of them and lenient towards other drivers. For example, someone wins a race and something is illegal and they are warned to get it taken care of before the next time they race and other drivers win and have something illegal and are automatically disqualified. Is that on the judgment of the individual tech's decision? Um, on that note, like Charlie said, we, back to each division having their own tech, we would never try to ever go towards that. You know, everybody tries to stick together because. We have a lot of questions come up of you guys raised here. You shouldn't mm -hmm. be doing this. You know, um, you shouldn't be allowed to tech our cars. We've built a lot of cars that are down there. Um, people think they're partial to that. Um, I've had, we've all had go-arounds with, you know, drivers here and there or, or backgrounds, you know, whatever. Um, but we never, I try to see it on both sides because we've been on both sides. And it sucks as as knowing you were a driver and been like, well, damn, I probably have done that before. And then on the other side, like, well, our job is, you know, to say no, but to go out and blatantly pick on somebody, no. We do try to stick, like Charlie said, um, if it's a, re you know, repeated time and time again, it's like, all right, just just get out of here, go fix your stuff and come back. Mm -hmm. um, and if they've never, you know, everybody's got different excuses or reasons why. Um but you try to give them, especially, I say, within the first week or two of, of opening, you got a week to fix it. But 
you know, but it can't continue on week after week after week all year long either. Right. There's got to be a point in time where you're you're done. I, I don't know what he's referring to, but Bill Schatz check in and he says, are you trying to say I need to follow rules? I, I Yes, Bill, you should. Even from lacrosse, Bill, you should be following the rules. Uh, anything you want to add on that part for Bill? <laughs> Bill's always give me crap, Donner. He's a good guy. Okay. Um, Should the tech be a zero-tolerance policy? For example, there's only one guy I know of, and if you've ever watched the Snowball Derby and if you've raced in it, Legend of Ricky Brooks, and that name scares every driver. Should there be a zero tolerance policy? I mean, I think this guy, he'll be to you if you're like, I don't know, somebody could probably tell me eighth event, eighth off, a sixteenth off. This guy, it's it's cut and dry. When I raced road runners, I felt that's how Kevin Rogers was. He was pretty firm to his beliefs, and uh, he was there to make sure that he followed the rules, or he was going to disqualify you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. I mean, you can't just go in there and just start disqualifying everybody, or people are going to start getting pissed and go race somewhere else, or they're not going to bother, unless it's something major. Then you have to. You can't go in there and nitpick somebody on an eighth of an inch or that. Okay. Everybody heard that now. Um, some of our questions I, re- I received pertaining to the American Short Trackers, is there a lighter flywheel for the Mustangs? I believe there's a lighter flywheel from race engineering that's offered, and... Uh, you can mill a stock one down, but as far as I know, the rules when they come out, it's going to be a 16 pound flywheel for sure. Okay. Um, can you tack the flywheels and clutch plates? Yes. Okay. Um, what's being done, or can something be done to even out, to make more competitive in the short trackers, the Mustang, so they can compete better with the front wheel drive race cars, for example, the Nissans, the Hondas? Um, some of you mentioned Kyle Stark. What do we need to do to beat Kyle Stark? Um, what is there? Is can something be done to? I know. I know there's supposed to be a weight that's going to be added to those cars, right? So the internationals kind of were. Uh, they had a pretty good open rule book. They were trying to get them up to par with the short trackers so they could have a division. And out of nowhere, Sean Bauer showed everybody up and won the championship. So then we had to go to the drawing board and. So we didn't want to take everything, you know, just make to slow them down. So we just added a few rules that should have been in there in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they're going to have a track with rule. Uh, the weight has went up a little bit for the VTEC cars and the BBL cars. Um, and there's, uh, I mean, other than that, really, there wasn't a whole bunch done different. So, I mean, it's just a few things to kind of get them back, you know, because they could pretty much do whatever they wanted. So okay. we'll try to bring them back down to where it's a good, uh, even race and go from there. Stephen Hillary's asking again, are we enforcing the 2.3 motor this year? Yes. So, yes, Stephen, your uh, you're 2.3, you must have that. Um, Jake and Cade says Pinto short trackers are the best. You know what? They are. They are. The Pintos are great. Uh, Aaron Rude, we only got to see him a couple times this last year. I was glad to have him on there uh, and come down and race with us. It was what an, That was an amazing night when he won championship. I mean, he's very emotional. Right. I actually got him to, you know, talk. Ryan Smith, you're asking uh, Ryan Smith. This question is for John. I they finally are they finally going to get me a mic that doesn't cut out? Well, Ryan, halfway into the season, we found the second mic, and that's the one that doesn't cut out. We also had to put the location of the box. We had to move that because for some reason there was an issue with that location of that. Once we moved it, it seemed to be pretty good. But maybe just for you, Ryan, when I get on the show, when we start racing, I will go you know do that for just for you, Ryan. Um, 
Challenge cone for the Sixers. Is, is there going to be a challenge cone for the Sixers? No. Okay. There's your answer there, Mark. Um, Let's see. What else do I got here? Okay. Now we got the prize question of the show. Today's prize, everybody, is going to be given. I was going to do a Windsor Pizza, but because my sponsor's from Jane's Cafe are here, we're going to give away a prize from Jane's Cafe next week. I've got some great prizes from Windsor Pizza. I've got gift certificates, I've got sweatshirts, I've got t-shirts, and I'm going to decide next week what we're going to give away. But this week, tonight, what are we giving away from Jane's Cafe? got a $25 gift certificate to come on in, try it out. So it's going to be a $25 gift certificate for Jane's. So here's what we're going to do, everybody. The first person that answers this question, we will, we will, I will message you after the show. And um, you will end up going to Jane's Cafe and letting them know that they will already know who you are. You'll show ID, um, and then you will get that $25 gift card. I think that's the best way we can do that. So I've, I've decided I started working on some questions. So I have a bunch of, bunch of different questions, okay? Um, I want you both to pick, give a number, 1 through 10, because i got 10 questions. What number question are we going to do? Seven. Question seven. All right, everybody, listen up. There it goes. One, two, three. All right. Are you ready for this question? The first person that answers, I'm going to, Charlie can watch it here with me too. In 2017, who drove car number 42 in the Bargain Hunter Sportsman? Once again, in 2017, who drove car number 42 in the Bargain Hunter Sportsman? Who's got the answer? If you get the answer first, you are winning a $25 gift certificate from Jane's Cafe off of 121 Dearborn, Dearborn Avenue in Beloit, Wisconsin. In 2017, who, who drove car number 42 in the Bargain Hunter Sportsman division? Kenny Hammer says Cartwright, no. Josh Cavan says Cartwright. No. No, it's not Adam Cartwright. Okay, Austin Fowler gets the question right. You guys can stop commenting. Austin Fowler, the answer is Nick Letzinger in 19, or excuse me, in 2017, he drove that IROC Z Camaro, the number 42, which wasn't it um did Justin Sellers end up buying that car or something it like was, that? I believe it was Justin Sellers' original car. Okay. Yeah, so so there, there's something you learned. I stumped you all. You all went with, well, Cartwright runs, you know, that's an easy one to go to. No. In, in 2017, Nick Letzinger is the answer. So uh, Austin Fowler, congratulations. You will be receiving a $25 gift card courtesy of Jane's Cafe. And you guys know who Austin is, so... Oh, wow. There will be no phony IDs on that one. <laughs> All right. Um, and wrapping up the show, um, I want to thank my sponsors here once again, Jane's Cafe. I appreciate you guys coming on board. It means a lot to me. It helps pay for our equipment. Um, and we had to get some extra cords, the mics. Um, when the show goes portable, I'm going to try to figure out um, what we're going to do, if we're going to just do the show on the on the phone or if we're going to take a laptop, we're still working on that. But Jane's Cafe, 121 Dearborn Street, Beloit, Wisconsin. You can dine in or carry out their hours Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Saturday, 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. They are closed on Sundays. And remember, their biscuits and gravy, that, that gravy is not 
prepackaged. They make it from scratch. If you like a home-cooked meal, you not you need to get over to Jane's Cafe. Remember, dine-in or carry-out. You can call them at 608-365-7250. Um, I think when I go down there, I'm probably going to have the Sassy Cassie. That's that's I think that's what I'm going to have because, you know, you're talking about it. Yeah, I, I'm thinking I'm going to have that. Um, also, to, for Magnus and Landscaping, quality service at an affordable price. Um, right now, they're doing snow plowing and salting. You can give Russ a call at 815-315-7819. You can find them on Facebook at Magnuson Landscaping uh, on Facebook there. I almost said .com, but that would not be Facebook. Um, my other sponsor, Jimmy A., a very special thank you, Jimmy A. Um, and I want to talk about some of the Windsor stuff. I've talked about, here again, the, the Italian beef, the cheddar. I didn't get the mozzarella. People said I made a mistake by not getting mozzarella. That's what they told me. You know, I've had the mozzarella portillos. I've had cheddar portillos. Windsor Pizza Parlor, the official pizza of the Rockford Speedway and racing at Rockford, they have a much better Italian beef sandwich than Portillo's. I think they have the best Italian beef sandwich in Rockford. So get down to Windsor Pizza Parlor, have an Italian beef with cheddar. Uh, another thing that Windsor's working on, we were talking about this last night. I, I want to mention this now that we're that we're talking about this because this is kind of cool. I asked him last night, I go, you guys need a Rockford Speedway pizza. You got all the drivers here. Well, you know, you're, you're the official pizza of the Rockford Speedway. We need a Rockford Speedway special. And we started thinking, well, let's talk about the Speedway. It's kind of chunky, so maybe we add sausage <laughs> or bacon on it. Guys, give us some feedback on that. Um, Give us some feedback on that part there. Hang on, Sean says... What time am I going to breakfast? Well, Sean, um, my wife and I, she said, we're not going to go at the crack of dawn. I'm not allowed to do that. Um, so I'm going to, I tell you what, Sean, I will message you tomorrow when I'm going to go and maybe we can meet there. Uh, yeah, uh, RB Bliss says, when are we meeting there? So I might be having a few people come with me when we go to breakfast and we can talk about racing and whatnot. But back to my Windsor Pizza Parlor stuff. Um, they... Yeah, we got to come up with a Rockford Speedway pizza. You know, the maybe they'll maybe they'll because they sponsor me now. We can have the racing at Rockford special. Same thing with you guys. Maybe we can come up with a menu item. It's called let's let me have the racing at Rockford special. You know, yeah. that would be that would be pretty cool to do that. Um, Stephen Clark says good show. Have a good night all. Thank you, Stephen, for tuning in. Just a couple more things. Um, I thank you, sponsors, and then let's say got everybody now. Yeah, Windsor Pizza. Um. Awards Banquet, once again, will be on February 27th. Stay tuned to the Rockford Speedway. They, so they'll let you know when they can start selling tickets. I think a lot of it has to do with um, the uh, uh, the governor's lockdowns and all this stuff and the back and forth. And I think they are they just moved up another phase or so. It's it, They lifted a little bit. So that's that's good for the Rockford Speedway. Um, next week's guest, we are going to go back in time as we will be having... Jimmy A and Marty Goff on as guests. Uh -huh. So if you're newer to the Rockford Speedway, you need to tune into the show next Sunday night as it's going to be a great show. We're going to really go back in time. I'm going to pick their brains, and I want you to pick their brains too. Send me questions you would like me to ask them. Email us, racingatrockford at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, I am happy to say I'm booked up. 
all the way through May 9th now. So nice. we have a lot of guests coming on, and I'm really excited about that. Thank you all so much for your support. Thank you for tuning in. I couldn't do this without you. I love you guys. Once again, Charlie, thank you so much. Cassidy, thank, thank you, you so much. Remember, watch the podcast, and we'll see you next Sunday night.